Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. So Stu, yeah, welcome um, welcome to the uh, Mountain Malarkey Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Um, yeah, one of our one of our first ever ever trackers, Dave, isn't it? Who's was, was on the on, on the podcast? Yeah, that's it. I think um, I think the only one we've had before was possibly my father, and he doesn't really count. Um, so Stu, <laughs> yeah, you're 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 the first. Uh, yeah, I think the first um, ever tracker that we've had that's come on to talk about one of the trips that we've done. We asked you to come on because yeah. your trip was one of the special ones that we've run. Um, and I'll be honest yeah. with you, I was really glad that you went on it because when we started it, and it was a little while afterwards, I thought this trip's a bit of a dark horse. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. it's not this trip isn't easy. So uh, yeah, <laughs> no. you took one for the team, I think. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the guinea pig, I think, took the worst hit. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I've seen pictures come back from there, and um, I think delicacy is right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you've got a delicate stomach, you certainly wouldn't want to try it. I know. I, I feel bad though, because uh, well, yeah. recently passed away, but I, I used to have for the last five years, I've had guinea pigs. So I won't tell Ellie that, but I'll uh, <laughs> my nine-year-old. Um, but no, it's true. Yeah. Honestly, mate, it's, it's been brilliant. To, obviously, great to have you on today. And yeah, so. With, with your background then, obviously, for people who are listening, Evertrackers who are listening, um, you know, I know, obviously, we've we chat before. You mentioned you've, you've obviously been on numerous trips, not with us, but with, with other companies like Kilimanjaro you've done, Elbrus, you said? Yep, yep. Did Elbrus on a long weekend uh, for a new year. Uh, so it was really? really busy. It was the last new year before COVID. Everything shut down after that, just when I was getting the swing of travelling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. I did. I what was, was Elbrus like? Yeah, Elbrus, yeah, it was good. It was one of the most beautiful airports I've ever seen in Manara in, um, yeah. uh, in Morocco. Uh, I was just standing there looking at the architecture when the guy's coming up trying to get my attention. So, I, I am your, I'm, I'm here to meet you. I, I, I'm just looking at all this stuff because of <laughs> work construction. It is a beautiful place and the, the city itself, Marrakesh, wonderful. I mean, day, day, yeah. the daylight, the, the, the life in the Jamaa El Fna. Uh, and then yeah. it changes from day to night and noise all the time and yeah, yeah quite like crazy isn't it? like the place it's mental so this, this, this is Tupacal yeah. Tupacal yeah. yeah yeah um, yeah. And then, uh, right, right, yeah. yeah nice hike up to the, the refuge the refuge was good because we're a small group they get they give us just two twin rooms which are kind of warmer and we managed to get into the warmer um lounge area um, yeah. Uh, but we didn't do the, the full nights. Um, once we'd done the summit, we, we belted back out. We just trekked right back out to Imlil and got in a, uh, a different uh, hotel there, uh, which was run by the brother of the guide, which saved us a bit of a look on the last day out. So. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, well, that, um, we, we did a similar thing, Dave, didn't we? Yeah, well, I, 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 you did exactly that. I did a similar thing. Um, so yeah, we, we went out to, uh, Marrakesh to do a summit of Tupacal, um, only last yeah. month. Um, and yeah. unfortunately for me, yeah, it was yeah. a bit of a, yeah, it was a failed summit. It was annoying because, you know, you, you think you've done higher peaks and you've trekked for longer days, but yeah, I, I, it was a, I had a antibiotics and then it was the heat 
you know, the heat stroke, uh, uh, or, or not heat stroke, but yeah. heat exhaustion on day one. It just absolutely cooked me. I was done. Um, but it just means I get, I, like you said, I get oh. an excuse to go back now, spend some more time in Marrakesh, spend some more time in the Atlas Mountains. Yeah. Um, where Andy, he's got a tree, he's got to yeah. look harder for an excuse yep. to go back where I've got one. <laughs> well, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try a harder route next time. I started the heat thing in Marrakesh. I went a little back uh, street barber in the suit and got basically a, a number two buzz cut for this guy with a cutthroat razor. I thought could be dodgy here. Wow. <laughs> so going, um, so going for Morocco then, and then and then Ecuador. What was the what was the kind of drive for that then? You just fancied going to South America, trying something. Yeah, yeah. The, your stuff comes up on Facebook on the on the feed of different stuff, different adverts, and yeah. came up and it, it just like I thought I quite fancy that. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's actually it's coming up on your feed right now. There's a picture of myself and Marshall on the summit of Cota Paxi, but it's got her head yeah, cut yeah. off. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, I'm going. I know who that is, but um, <laughs> the headless summit. Yeah, yeah, the headless summit, and um, of course you couldn't really see much on the summit there, but it was smelly, so you knew where you were. Uh, but yeah, I saw the advert right. and I thought, I fancy that. It's it looks like a cracking trip, but the more I read into it, I thought this is going to be tough. This is going to be yeah, yeah. harder than it sounds. Um, but yeah, it worked out. Um, the, being just myself and the guide, uh, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Um, just me and him in the four before, and he was just driving us right up to the refugees. Um, and I was looking at the height gains, and it's essentially like doing not quite Ben Nevis from the refuge to each summit. Yeah. But that's how I basically visualise it for myself. Basically, one big Monroe for each yeah. summit trip, um, and only a few of them needed the, the winter gear. Um, I think one of them yeah. actually didn't even bother with a helmet. Just, as Marcel went through my packing, went, nope, not having this, not having this, not having this, no, 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 no. Just water and biscuits and off we went. <laughs> uh, which is remarkable for me because I usually carry like a 60 litre pack everywhere. Um, yeah. My background is I've done 30 years in Scottish Mountain Rescue. So I'm always carrying. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm always carrying way more gear than anybody else. I mean, It'd be embarrassing yeah, if I got caught in a Scottish hill without a first aid kit, spare clothing, two compasses, two maps. You know, it's just so I'm used to carrying lots of gear. But Marshall, yeah. he was having none of it. He's just not throwing stuff away. Not having that. Not, <laughs> not water bladder. No, not having that. Couple of bottles of water, and off we go. Um, which I felt like I was on the moon. I was just bouncing with the, how light everything was. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could do that again. Yeah, yeah, because I wanted to touch on that. Your um your history about sort of all those years you spent in Scottish mating, you know, mating rescue teams and stuff yeah. like that. And I wondered what it was like, um, you know, your experience going there, doing all these high mountains and going to Ecuador. Um, do you think that level of experience is necessary? Or do you think that you could sort of, do you know what? I fancy climbing my first mountain. I'm going to head out there and crack on with this. Um, no, um, reasonable. it's like Kelly, except with crevasses. Which I've never encountered before. Yeah. Um, the guide will keep you right. Uh, yeah. Just trust the guide. When when the thing goes bang underneath you and the guide shouts run, you just follow up as fast as you can. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, that happened. Um, really? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> um, on Kayambi, um, I was struggling. I hadn't slept at all 
So I was actually falling asleep between the footsteps and he just looked at me and went, but you're not doing well here. Um, so we decided to turn back and within about 30 seconds, there was this bang like a shotgun underfoot and he just shouted, run. And within about five steps, we're across a fresh crack and we kept going. Um, so we yeah. came down from that. wasn't too bothered about that. But it's, it's annoying me in retrospect that we're only about 400 metres from the summit. It's about, uh, yeah. But we came back down. Um, yeah. When we got to Chimborazo, after done, then went to Cotopaxi, did that. Not the fastest uh, team going up. Uh, recent view across the top of the clouds. But... Um, when we got to Chimborazo, he got a message from one of the other guides. One of the Seracs on Kurapaxi uh, had collapsed that we'd walked down past. Oh, yeah. That's why he wasn't wanting us to stop and take too many photographs in the blazing sunshine with the glacier yeah. above you and you're on a glacier. You know. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, okay, that drove that home. So, yeah, no hanging about on the white stuff when the sunshine. Bad, isn't it? Yeah, you think yeah. these are very. I mean, like you said, you know, you, you look at the heights of them. They're essentially, especially Kayambe Kodapaxi, very similar to Kili in terms of the heights. I know yeah. Chimborazo is a little bit higher, but different in terms of, like you said, there's actually quite a bit of mountaineering involved in terms of the, you yeah. know, the dangers, the danger level. Yeah, I mean, trekking poles. Yeah, ice axe. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm pretty well versed on using one of those. So uh, when you get to Kayambe. I think it's in, it's in the itinerary to go off to a glacier and do a bit of training, but we did because I kind of managed to persuade them and knew what I was doing with that stuff. Uh, having all yeah, my, yeah. I took all yeah. my gear with me as well, um, which was quite fun and well within the weight limits. Yeah. Um, so I've got a better idea. I can actually run with it a lot later. Actually, when I did tube cal, I messed up badly with the little scales you get. I had it set for pounds. Okay. Yeah. I had it set for pounds instead of kilograms. So I went. Oh, no. so really? I went with like ten kilos of stuff. <laughs> got, to, yeah. got to the airport and thought, "Hang on, about to phone home and say, bring my other boots." But so I did tube cal just in trainers and winter boots. Yeah. So it's doable. Wow. But wow. It's not bad, is it? That's, that's I mean, lightweight. Do you know what? It's one of them that you think, well, I, you know, I've seen the I've seen the guides uh, and some porters yeah. and stuff like that. We were when we were going through him, like you know, I had like these expensive mountaineering boots yeah. on and all this high level stuff and i stop for a drink and i'm served by a guy in flip-flops <laughs> and i think mate could you you know you, you let me down here you're making me stand out of it you know yeah. but um but no yeah i mean it was it was definitely needed we knew because we did it in uh winter conditions so it was it was crampons and stuff like that yeah. up to, well i say up to, it was up to the summit but um obviously i'm up to about halfway um <laughs> then i turn yeah, back but you know one of the things i do I do recognize you and I do sort of sympathize with you is when you do have to turn back on the mountain, it's oh, not the God, easiest yeah. thing to do, but <sighs> it's when I often think in retrospect, you know, it's better to do that and go back, you know, yeah. than to push on and become, you know, as, as I'm sure, you know, with your background, many times people should have turned back when they, you know, but didn't and then end up in a far stickier situation. Yeah. I've, I've been up to um, Ben Morass and up in Asset. Uh, three times. Um, I usually yeah. do a lot of my walking alone. <laughs> Dodgy. Um, sure, no mates. Uh, but you go up, and I've done it in full winter. I've gone along, got to Conneval, and there's a ridge between the Conneval summit and the main summit, and it's all corniced over. Big cornices. And I'm yeah. looking, I looked at this, and I thought, nah, turned back, went back. Uh, the third attempt, I went up and fancied it. 
and just rattled it in the summertime. It just, you know, you've got to turn back. You can always come back again. Yeah. The mountains are always there. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's just a bit of a longer return trip to go to Ecuador. I was going to say, because you're going, um, <laughs> yeah. you're going in, a, uh, what was it, six weeks? Something like that? About three weeks. I go fly. Three weeks, is it? Wow. Queen's birthday. Fly ah, nice. Um, wow. I think there's one other person on it. Uh, which I haven't, I haven't connected yeah. to yet. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not long to go because uh, I'd actually had the book. I actually had the time booked to go and do Elbrus, which I was supposed to do the last oh, two years. It kept on getting cancelled, and then this year I thought, I'm not going to Moscow. <laughs> and then yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Hell, isn't it? It's, no, I, we, we're the same. We've we've had to cancel. I think we had about forty people um, booked into Elbrus. So yeah, we we were a bit gutted in a way, but obviously you know we. Yeah, you know, yeah, it is what it is. You know, you were just talking about it. Yeah, but yeah, it's one of those things. I think it, it, it'll, it, like you said, the mountains aren't going anywhere. Elvis will uh, be there long after all of this conflict has hopefully been resolved. So yeah, but it's, yeah, um, I'm not sure. And actually, yeah, I'm not sure we'll be able to do the tourist bit around Moscow for a while. For yeah. That's no, yeah, probably avoid that. Probably, um, I might even try, you know, go, go into the Georgian side, maybe or something like that, and hang around there. If it was easier, um, then it'd be very handy. But no, I mean, going back to um, South America, and obviously going out in in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. What's, I mean, from last time, what was your biggest lesson from last time? Would you say? So I, I, I know we we talked about the ski goggles thing before. But yeah, is, is there anything that stood out? Um, I probably not eat everything the airline puts in front of me on the flight out. I don't think it helped. I had <laughs> really to put it bluntly, I was farting for seven days. Oh, and I just uh, I mean I had to try and find something I could eat that would stay down and wouldn't blow up. Yeah. And that's why I couldn't sleep because I was terrified of farting in the sleeping bag and falling through. Oh no. <laughs> that is brilliant. Um, um, I've been there, mate. I've done that. You know, like what, what I always say to Andy. You know, it's like you don't know whether you're going to release a flock of starlings at any moment. You know, <laughs> so you oh, go. oh god, chicken soup and sweet corn. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and I have to say, I've never had chicken soup before that didn't have like a whole chicken leg sitting in it. I swear to God, that kind of stuff. Yeah. What? Amazing. I went to one place and had like a whole chicken breast and a whole potato sitting in this bowl of soup. I just get, oh, how do Saves time, Stu. Saves time. They just, they just <laughs> chuck it in there. I, 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 I should have a plastic box and shoved it in there and used it as snacks later on. But um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, watching the food. Um, the local food, it's good, it's delicious, it's tasty. It's not quite what I'm used to. Did get yeah. used to it after a wee while, um, but I had to go and get myself a steak now and again. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the hotel in Banyos. Yeah, why not? Isn't it? If it's there, go for it. Yeah, well, the hotel in Banyos has an Argentinian steakhouse right next door, run by a German. And I went there the first night, and I went back the second night. I had exactly the same thing. The same as last night: big steak, potatoes, sweet corn. You know, the whole the whole shooting match. Uh, all day to sleep because the sound of, um, I mean. Banos, it's like Blackpool. There's really oh, yeah, fluorescent yeah. lights and music and dancing and stuff going on, and there's kids on their cars and scooters whizzing about all the all the time. It's a bit noisy um, yeah, yeah. until it settled down. This is late on I think it was Friday and Saturday we were there. It just got a bit noisy, and the big neon crosses up on the mountains round about you. 
um, mm. and some gigantic catapult up the top of there that will fire you out over the top of the, the town if you're stupid enough to do it. <laughs> Didn't do it. <laughs> wow. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool, isn't it? It's, so with, with the food then, um, obviously I know you, 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 you've gone for the steak and stuff. What's the local stuff like? What, what were you eating on the trip? Um, rice and fish and stuff. Um, and the fish came out, it looked, like, it looked like something prehistoric, lots of bones and tiny stuff about it. I don't know what it was. You really had to kind of yeah. scrape it to get the meat off. Um, uh, not, banana, not bananas, like roasted or sliced and diced. You know what I mean? They have them like potato chips, like potato crisps. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like thick Pringles, um, but it's bananas. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that, a lot of a lot of vegetables in the diet. Um, yeah, yeah. And of course, the guinea pigs. Yeah, guinea. Yeah, all guineas. He was trying to take me to a proper restaurant, and we couldn't find one uh, open uh, that day. We were coming from Antisana Reserve. I know I had an extra day allowed for the summit, but once we'd done it the first time, I just, if I'd given myself longer to think about it, I would have had a second crack at it. But we, we went away because yeah. I was concerned about trying to get a PCR test for getting home. I didn't know what the situation was, how quick I could get one. So we used that to go to Antisana Reserve. And on the way back from that, he found this little roadside. It was a, basically a container, like a 30-foot container. Um, yeah. Half of yeah. that was a family's living accommodation. Another half was where they had the table. Uh, and the cooker, no uh, cutlery at all, and they were cooking like guinea pigs on a stick outside. Um, wow! <laughs> uh, and yeah, you get in. The skin was tough. Got into it. Ate it. It was, it was quite delicious. A bit smoky. Uh, washed it with Coca Cola, canned of course. Um, and there were dogs around. We thought there were sprays, and this was theirs. Now this family, they're, they're existing by cooking and selling guinea pig by the side of a motorway. Living in half a thirty yeah. foot container and they've got sixteen dogs. Sixteen well, dogs. Pets. Sixteen dogs. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, kudos to you for looking after the dogs as well as a family. I mean, yeah. it's a tough existence. Um and every time you put yeah. traffic lights, there's people trying to sell stuff. Um yeah. but if they spot your your white guy, the, the price of a puppy goes from twenty five dollars to sixty dollars. Yeah, there's there's selling puppy baskets. There's get back yeah. of guinea pig and it just there's a different world. Um, <laughs> guy in the back oh, of a, there's a, an articulated truck going along the road. You're catching up with it. And yeah. two guys, full load on the back, tarpaulin down, tied down. There's two guys just lying on the back of that chatting as they're going along the road at 50 mile an hour. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, I'm a truck driver as, as a living. I mean, we couldn't have that. Yeah. But yeah. It's mad, isn't it? It's such a different. I mean, I know South America is absolutely crazy. Here's Dave. Dave is back. Yep. He's coming in. Um, but yeah, the, the, this is sometimes why I enjoy the, the traveling side to these, you know, and Ecuador, I think it's not exactly mainstream travel, you yeah. know, it's quite, it, it is proper adventure travel and it is a bit, you know, these, these things of eating on, you know, down the, the side street and actually eating with the locals rather than going to the, you know, the chain yes. restaurant. Yeah. I it's think much it's... better, isn't it? You get, you get more, more, you get more of a feel for the place, don't you? Yeah. I went to, I had a look in a McDonald's the first night in Quito rather than eating in the hotel. And then the last night I, yeah. I was Googling around, found an Indian restaurant with like 4.9 stars, wandered through the center of Quito, wandered in there. Yeah. God almighty. It was a dive. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I asked for a chicken tikka masala, plain rice, plain bread. And I don't know what flavor of curry this was meant to be. <laughs> 
It was. It went down. I mean, you're talking linoleum floor and for mica tables and the delivery yeah, driver yeah. was the only guy that could speak English. Um, and on his bicycle to deliver the, the takeout. It really was. God, it was seedy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I'm walking through the streets. Um, and there's guys saying, yeah, you're coming to this nightclub. So it was, a, it was a good nightclub area. I mean, lots of chicken and dancing yeah. and stuff going on. And I had this hat with a like a Union Jack thing on it. Velcro took that off and pulled the hood up. So they couldn't tell you were falling out of this. And so everybody's wearing masks. You know, I'll give them this. They were very good at the mask wearing thing. Yeah. Uh, really? Um, except until you got out to the, the villages and they're saying it's dandy enough. We don't wear masks and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like their cars. Um, I asked Marcel, I said, how do you, do cars get checked for roadworthiness? And he says, only the ones in Quito. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The others they just use. So, yeah, I mean, we were there in Tambo Paxi, lovely refuge, brilliant place. Um, yeah. Big, roomy, lots of hot water, uh, restaurant, bar, uh, bar. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and, <laughs> uh, and internet connection until the lightning knocked out the aerial mast. The same night, it was a big lightning storm. It washed away part of the Pan American Highway south of Quito. But nobody bothered putting warning signs off, and the motorcyclist went straight into the hole. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah, went down to the gorge, didn't make it. Um, uh, so, travelling was a bit delayed after that. One thing I've been curious about, Stu. So, when did yeah. you decide that you were going to go back and do it again? Because obviously, you know, you've told some pretty, I think they're exciting stories, but others might be a little rattled by uh, all of a sudden a giant crack in the glacier, a serac that you missed by a day, um, you know, some questionable cooking practices on the side of the road. And uh, at what point did you think, do you know what, I'm going to go back and I'm not going to wait a year. <laughs> I'm going to go back pretty much right away. Um, well, yeah. Okay. Obviously, I'd been talking to the people that I was going to do Elbrus with and we decided that we weren't doing it. And I thought, well, what can I do again? Because I've got, I got annual insurance with BMC and I thought, I don't know if I can get the money back on this. So being Scottish, let's get my money worth um, and go on a trip. And what can I do? Now, I really wanted to be the first one on your trip to succeed in everything. I didn't manage it the first time. I thought, I'm going to get on the second trip <laughs> by hooker. Yeah. I'm going. So and that's when I got in touch with you guys and um, said, yeah, can, can you fit me in again, please? Pretty please with a cherry on top. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, of course, awesome. Mate. Anytime. I mean, the guys, yeah. the guys. Yeah, you'll, you'll smash him rapidly. Yeah. So I think there's a slight delay. My, my, uh, honestly, I have bulletproof internet 99% of the time. I'm sorry you can't see me right now. Um, but yeah, the guys were super happy, actually, as soon as what? I called them and I said, oh, do you know Stuart? And they said, oh, how's he getting on? Any feedback? And I said, well, he's coming back. <laughs> and they were like, and they were like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's coming back in June. <laughs> and they were like, really? So, uh, yeah, they were super stoked. And I think the team is looking forward to getting you up there as well. Yeah, I, I've, I've still got Marcel's um, WhatsApp number. Oh, yeah. Um, so I sent oh, nice. a message saying, uh, I'm possibly coming back. I haven't called him back to confirm, uh, which means, well, that's the other thing I need to do is get a SIM card when I get there again. Different one. Yeah. Um, I'd say that the lad that picked me up, I think it was actually Marcel's son, picked me from the airport. Yeah, always. Right. And yeah. took me to a store and we got the same SIM card he had, which was fair enough in Quito. It wasn't great service out. And all the guides seemed to have, I think it was a Klarna. So we'll be getting one of them so we can keep in touch with yeah, everyone. Yeah. So it seems to be WhatsApp's a way to keep in touch with everyone. Yeah. And that's how I was getting messages from home and, and so on. Yeah. So it's, uh, 
Yeah, so the communication is pretty good. Um, there's internet most places and phone service okay. most places as well. Yeah. Which um, which was your, one of your highlights then? Obviously, I know you you know when you summited Cotopaxi, I know the views weren't amazing, but what you know all the way up to Chimarazzo. I mean, what what was your what was your, your biggest highlight of the last one? Oh, gold. Um, or any moments rather than summits. Well, there's different types of moments. I mean. My basis yeah. is road, road transport and haulage. I'm looking at the different things. I've got brackets sticking out, say the trucks with iron bars sticking out that we'd never get away with here. I'm seeing um, dual carriageway roads with curves tighter than the A-class roads you get over here because of the weave between the uh, mountains. Um, yeah. Oh, no, dear. Well... I feel on the spot now. Yeah, food's, food's different. The people were great. I never felt um, yeah. in any danger or threatened in any way by anyone. Uh, it always felt kind of safe. The people were always happy to see you. Make an attempt. I'm still trying to learn Spanish on Duolingo. Yeah. So oh, nice. it, it is appreciated that you make an attempt at it. Um, so is it, ella uh, pagar la cuenta is probably the best phrase you can remember. It's like she's paying the bill. She's paying the bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the beer is all seems to be a lager. I can't find a decent brown beer over there. Uh, I, I like a oh, Newcastle. Really? I like a Newcastle brown or a hobgoblin or something like that. Really. Um, ah, nice. Probably need some better look at the chocolate. Is yes. Yeah. Yeah, we did the tour of a chocolate factory and yeah, run by the local Indians and stuff. Um, yeah. Dancing from one side to the other, and watching the water flow different ways down this, this portable sink. Um, the views, the clean air, the driving on the roads without barriers on them, and big drops down the side. <laughs> yeah. it's, the whole the whole thing just melt, melts together into one big experience of just a different yeah, yeah. different place, um, and I really enjoyed that. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah, it's quite 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 interesting. Well, when when we first put it together, we were thinking, you know, is this is this too difficult? You know, we mm. were, you know, obviously we created the, you know, the ring of fire now alongside the summits of yeah. bikes. We wanted to try and have a split, you know, because mm. we realised that four peaks is not for everyone. It, um, you know, some people want to do more of a track, you know. Yeah, it's kind of bang, 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 bang. I mean, yeah, the initial walk around the lake that was fine, that was good. Yeah. Uh, I think I kind of ingratiated myself there. There's halfway around, there's a shelter, and there's a couple of carrier bags hanging up and some rubbish. So myself and Marcel just picked these up, and all the way out, we were just picking up rubbish on the way back out. Oh, nice. Not there was a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. And, okay, that bit of a rest. Then in Babura, where I did get in touch, and I thought, hang on, I'm going to be cheeky and get on the old Tuesday phone-in thing here. <laughs> and, message. and that was just after we left the car. So it'd be about half seven in the morning yeah. for us. Um, it, I realised we got the first summit. There's a second summit. <laughs> Want the second summit? <laughs> really? Yeah. So you get up and there's a kind of dip in another bit. And I think I was going. I was acclimatising very slowly. I was yeah. deliberately going a lot slower uh, to the extent that every time I was, we stop. Every time we go over here, I take boom boom. Big step and a couple of steps getting a rhythm, and he was having to keep telling me to slow down. Um, yeah. So we didn't do the second summit. It was nice and quiet. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd like to do that one again properly. Kayambe, I want that last 400 metres. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
uh, it didn't probably didn't show up in some of the photographs, but one of the photographs we took coming down, you could see the lights of a town in the distance, and there's this rock formation. It's like an Aztec's nose. It is like the face of an Aztec. If you look at the photographs, you might actually see that. And, okay. A um, lot of cracking photos there. Um, yeah. Yeah, just just want to do it again. Yeah. Do it right. Yeah. Um, Not long, mate. A few weeks. A few weeks, but no, it's, yeah, no, it's it's nice to to hear it, you know, firsthand because you know we've we we obviously built this trip during um you know during COVID um mm. you know which we we didn't get a chance to go out there ourselves. But we we obviously hooked up with a really good team out there and, and made sure they're you know on the same level as, as some of our other trips. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's nice to hear certain bits about it, and you know, thanks for kind of talking us through that, Stu. It's you know, yeah. I hope if anyone's listening and you know, obviously, uh, you know, thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, do do check. Um, obviously, go onto our website. I will put the link in the the notes. But um, yeah, this is this is me being organised now, Stu. Yeah. But yeah, if you go to um, bit.ly forward slash et fire summits that's the same trip that um Stu is is talking about on on this um episode but yeah Stu, any any, any final thoughts mate before we uh we, we sort of finish up or well, dave any final questions um, no i'm pretty good i'm i'm really excited Stu's going back i think that's the biggest sort of um yeah the biggest sort of uh, feedback that i can get you know from any customer mm-hmm. is when they uh they rebook on the exact same trip again to go back and do it um, because I really did hope when I put this trip together, you know, we put a lot of time and effort into it. We knew it was going to be a bit of a beast because we thought 11 days, three big mountains, you know, yeah, yeah you know, it, and it was going to be good. And honestly, Stu, I don't think we could have asked for a better, uh, a better guinea pig, if you will, to, uh, to send out, to send out there and do it. And, um, yeah, honestly, I, um, yeah, I really do appreciate your feedback. I know the customers are going to find it invaluable. And obviously your trip and everything that you did and everything that you went through and the pictures you put up and things like that. I've already had mm-hmm. other people contact me and say, you know, oh, that trip looks amazing. What, what was the one that Stuart did? Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. So especially the ones without your head. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to go back and taking a bigger beard this time. Yeah. If we run into this guy, Marco Cruz again at Tambo Paxi, I'm going to have a big beard competition. Um, that was the thing. Tamba Paxi, big place. You're sitting there. This guy walked in. And I looked, took one look at yeah. the guy. I thought, is that Reinhold Messner? <laughs> because the guy had, he had the hair. Really? He had the beard. Yeah. He had the, the, the socks and the, the knee-length yeah. trousers and stuff. And a, a, yeah, yeah. a worn but quality jacket. And turns out this was Marco Cruz, who's apparently summited Chimborazo a thousand times. Wow. The route we went up, the route we went up is named after him. Yeah, the guy's a legend. You know what? I've read about that guy. Yeah, he's yeah because he's yeah. he's famous, isn't he? Like, yeah, he walked he walked into the refuge. Marcel said hello, and quick introduction. Just a wee bit nod of the head, and that was it. Because he's talking to some guy who's going through the deaths on Everest and all this kind of depressing stuff. But but yeah. Thought, yeah, the guy walked in. He had presence, and if I can meet somebody like him again, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Not lucky kind of thing. That's yep. pretty cool, isn't it? Meeting the guy that, that is the route is named after him. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. you know? relatively. I wanted, to, I wanted, I wanted to be on that route. Yeah, relatively yeah. hard to yeah. do often because um, when a route gets named after you, it's not, it's not always <laughs> <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's really good. And um, yeah, you'll, you'll, if you if you go up to Pakal, you'll see the David Carpenter route, you know, and <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
That's got a there's a rock named yeah, after exactly, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Turnaround rock. But, um, mate, at least you come back down. But no, no, Stuart. Look, mate, been pleasure. Um, firstly, obviously, virtually meeting you, but yep. um, you know, hearing about you know your background and also the future as well. So yeah, good good luck. Enjoy the trip. Yeah, um, we'll do. Take plenty of pictures as always, mate. And uh, yeah, obviously, can't wait to, to see yeah. see you on the summit at Chimarazzo as well. Got better camera this time. Awesome. And, and ski goggles. You got- and ski goggles are pretty. Is this? I might just go blindfold to, yeah. to, to protect us from that grit. So yeah, yeah. better prepared oh, this time. Good man. All right, mate. Well, thanks a lot. Mm. Oh, what a guy, Stuart. Love that. It's great to have him. Yeah, on, no, isn't it? it is great. It's um, yeah, it's 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 good to catch someone sort of in in between trips as well, you know. So he's he's not long come back, and now he's not long ready to go again. Um. And so we, 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 we simultaneously get, you know, his retrospective thoughts on the trip and also what he's looking forward to on the next one. Um, yeah, top guy. And um, yeah. i got to be honest, it's, uh, we've got to get out to Ecuador, mate, um, pretty soon. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, if, um, yeah, if, you, if you're listening and, you know, chatting to Stuart, as you could, um, as you could probably guess, it's, it's, a, it's an epic trip. Summit Sophia is, a, 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 you know, really difficult um, summit. Uh, he's got four summits. Uh, in Babura, uh, which is four and a half thousand meters, you got Kayambe, which is uh, just under five eight, Kodapaxi, which is just under five nine, and then you got the big one Chimborazo, which is six two six eight. So yeah, um, beast. Um, you know, of, of, you know, in eleven days there, you got a lot going on. But as 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 you got, you know, Stuart there, he, he says it's it's achievable, uh, but it is it is a challenge. But yeah, if that's what you're interested in, do download the guide. You can go to bit.ly forward slash et fire summits. So that's ET, like um, uh, Evertrek, uh, and then Fire, uh, and then Summits. And then you can download the actual guide for that one. And, um, yeah, check it out. But, Dave, loved it, mate. Nice to do um, get another episode in. I know we got some um, – uh, we got uh, a person from uh, Mossy Earth on the next one, so I'm really, really excited about that. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I've got to be honest, I love doing the podcasts. As much as I love the Tuesday tune-ins and all the other stuff, I like the podcasts, you know. I like just sitting down and having a conversation with someone – um, yeah, it, I know, you know, it's one of those where we've waited for ages to kind of meet up with people, but, um, yeah, now we've all got COVID. We all have to stay indoors. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Isn't it? I know we were looking to do it in person today with, with Stu, but no, that was great. But yeah, thanks for listening guys. Um, if you've enjoyed this, um, episode, uh, Mount Malarkey podcast and you're on Apple, um, do give us uh, a little review, uh, you know, the more reviews you give, the more people listen to us and we reach more people and you know if you if you've really enjoyed us screenshot your phone give us a share on instagram uh don't forget to tag us at evertrek uk um yeah if you've got you know, obviously any, anything like that helps us just to reach more evertrekkers to reach more people if you found this useful at all um you know share it with a mate share it with a friend uh, maybe they need a little bit of adventure as well but yeah cheers dave we'll uh catch up on the next episode of the mountain Blanc yeah nice one mate i will see you soon see you soon everybody Cheers, guys. Bye.